John Briggs Consultancy, leading Australia's reconciliation and Indigenous engagement journey. As a leading specialist in his field of training, consulting and facilitation, John has an exceptional talent for bringing each participant, organisation and audience along on a journey of discovery. He is a master of building cultural safety with any group. John works with audiences of all levels and backgrounds, from senior executives to students and educators. He covers political, legislative and economic pillars to help participants gain a better understanding of Indigenous governance in a holistic framework. John Briggs Consultancy is the exclusive provider and subject matter expert around Indigenous engagement for Coles nationally and he's delivered more than 180 presentations for them since 2011. If you want to find out more about John Briggs Consultancy, please go to www.johnbriggs.net.au or call John Direct on 0417-003-565. From Claire Field and Associates, I'm Claire and I'm pleased that you could join me for this episode of What Now, What Next? Insights into Australia's tertiary education sector. 25 episodes, a quarter of a century, which in this period of isolation and lockdown might mean we started years ago or just last week. Time seems to have become a much less stable construct since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. In fact, it was about 12 months ago that we kicked things off and it's been a year to evolve the style and format of the podcast. But it's also been a year of great conversations with a ton of leaders in the sector who've taken the time to share their insights and ideas. I've learned a lot along the way and I hope you have too. With today's podcast, I'm making a couple of small changes. Firstly, I want to remind you up front rather than at the end that if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, then please take a moment to rate and review us in your favourite podcast app. Lots of you get in touch and send through great feedback in other formats, which I really appreciate, but it would be nice to make some of that visible to potential new podcast listeners. And if you do want to connect with me in other ways, then a reminder that you'll find me on Twitter at Seafield and Associates. I'm on LinkedIn and you can also find Clearfield and Associates on Facebook. The second and much more important change is that instead of speaking with a senior figure in the sector as I normally do, this week I'm joined by someone at the heart of it all, one of our students. It's in times of crisis that you find out who you can rely on and who your friends are, as the saying goes. And there's no doubt that the world is in a crisis now. Dealing with a virus with extraordinary reach and impact and here for an unknown period of time. During this period of crisis, international students in Australia and elsewhere around the world are isolating away from their families. They've been forced into online learning options 
which are not what they were expecting and which in some cases don't provide the same level of engagement as on-campus study. And many of them are unable to work and earn an income to help meet their costs of living. While state and territory governments are now providing support to international students, some of that assistance is not as targeted as it needs to be, and in some cases it could be more generous. And in my view, the Commonwealth Government still needs to do an awful lot more. Renata Aldana is a visual arts student from Colombia who joins me on this episode of the podcast to share her story and experiences. As she points out, during the catastrophic bushfires we had in Australia this summer, many international students donated their money to support affected Australians. I think it's time for some more reciprocity from us. Two more quick things. A huge shout out to all the charities and not-for-profit institutions and educational institutions who are helping students and who put Renata and I in touch. And you'll hear in the podcast Renata talk about her work as a photographer. I've had a look at her website and think she's done some great work. If you're interested, you'll find her website details in the notes for this episode. And now, here's Renata. It's a pleasure for me now to be joined on the line by Renata Aldana, who is a Colombian student studying here in Sydney. Renata's uh, working her way through an advanced diploma of visual arts. And Renata, thank you very much for taking the time to be part of the, the podcast conversation. Um, I've talked with a lot of people in the sector about international education, and it's something I'm pretty passionate about. I wonder, though, if you wouldn't mind telling us a bit about yourself um, and your background. Why did you choose to to come to Australia to do your studies? Um, first of all, hi, Claire. Thank you for inv inviting me. Um, I decided to come to Australia two years and a half ago with my cousin uh, because uh, I wanted to improve my English and uh, uh, I, I guess Australia was the best uh, country to do it. Uh, it was um, easy to access, and we can work here, so does make make it make things easier. Mm -hmm. And um, and the process uh, started. Uh, I did six months uh, English courses, and then I start my field on visual arts. Okay. And so what's been your experience in Australia, both um, when you got here doing your English language study and then moving to, to the visual arts course, and then more recently um, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic? Would you mind sharing a bit about how that's uh, impacted you as well? Yeah, of course. Um, I decided to, because I'm a photographer too, so I decided to work by myself. Um, I started working with uh, an agency, and um, after that, I decided to uh, be independent. So I had my clients, and most of them were uh, related to hospitality. So I was working with restaurants and nightclubs. When COVID started, 
uh, I lost everything because all the hospitality industry uh, collapsed. So it was a pretty shocking moment for me. And, um, uh, and, uh, um, I started my course, uh, as a visual artist. So it was related with the thing, with the things that I was doing in photography. And the good thing is that, um, they allowed me, they helped me in some way. And, um, it was, uh, like a good thing. Uh, it's a, it's a really good school that support the students. So, uh, that helps me in some way, but in the field of my job, it was really hard. So if I was to sum up, you've come to Australia to initially to, to learn English and then because you've had the opportunity to further develop your photography skills, uh, both through your study, um, as well as being able to, to work as a, a photographer, um, sounds like the, the college that you're studying with is, is being supportive and helpful, but there's a limit to, to what they could do. And then with the hospitality sector having been as impacted as they have by this pandemic, not only has all of their work uh, dried up for their own staff, but also for uh, photographers and others that they would use like yourself. Is that that right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's right. And so what um, I think you're in your mid-20s and that's the same age as, as my son and I can't imagine what it must be like for, you know, your your family uh, and you to be so far apart at such a, a difficult time. How are you How are you coping in terms of the, the pandemic with uh, presumably not a lot of superannuation from doing, you know, kind of casual jobs in and around the, the hospitality and, and nightclub sector? How, how do you, if you don't, if it's not too personal to ask, how do you make ends meet as a student so far away from your family? Um, uh, first of all, um, I'm a little older than you say, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like, but yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and yeah, in related with my family at the start, it was really complicated because uh, they were really worried. I'm here by myself. My cousin yeah. left in November, so it was uh, like um, leave me alone. And um, you're on your own, yeah. Um, they have been trying to help me economically and support me uh, mentally. Yeah. I talk with them all the time, and they are okay there. So mm -hmm. that helped me too. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I think is. Um, I try to survive here and the, the, the fact I can go back to Colombia because the borders are closed and um, yeah. also because I think I am building a life here and I don't want mm -hmm. to live it in the halfway. Yeah. And uh, with my school and I haven't finished my school, so it's... Um, it's uh, it, it it's hard to explain the feeling of feeling of staying in a foreign country and uh, being a part of your family and um, in some way not being supported than the way the way that you thought it was going to be. So and could you, if, if I were to so a number of the the listeners to the podcast are decision makers um, and leaders in the 
um, post-school education sector here in Australia. If you had a chance to, uh, well, not sit down, but talk to um, leaders, decision makers, people in government and others, um, what would you tell them about uh, what it what it feels like and, and what would you want to share with them in terms of your experiences and other students who are here at the moment? Um, I think I will say that uh, don't leave us alone because we are not here only to study and give you our money. We are here mm. also to uh, build uh, uh, your country. We are here to help. We are uh, when the bushfires happened. A lot of students booked a uh, um, finding their in their savings to help in an, in any way. So uh, we are here to help. Also, it's not like we are here to invite your country. We are part now. Some some people are part of this country, and we have built a family here. I I play roller derby and my team is my family here. So um it's not it's we I the only thing that I can say is that please don't let the people starve. Please don't let the people the the students uh homeless or um unsupported. And I think that's um Shocking that it needs to be said, but it's very powerful what you have to say. I know since we um, started talking and set up the time uh, to to have this call, uh, the New South Wales government has made some funding available and I think they're to be commended for that. But unfortunately, it's accommodation support for only a particular group of students and I think that that's good for those students who are in residence halls or um, uh, other organised accommodation. But for students who are renting privately, which which many students do, it's my understanding that 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 package that they've announced doesn't help those students. And I think it's it's more than that that students need, like you say, where they're struggling to put food on the table. Uh, it's un- incumbent on all of us uh, yeah. to be to be helping and and making a, a difference. And you make the the very good case that uh, students who were here through the bushfires, many were volunteering and helping out as well as as donating. And there's a, a reciprocity to to the relationship that we have. I'm going to make just two more observations. It must be something about uh, impressive women in roller derby because um, an unknown fact about my guest last time uh, in the last episode on the podcast, uh, Katrina Hyam from the Restaurant and Caterers Association. I happy to know, I happen to know she's also uh, heavily involved in roller derby in Victoria. So I'm going to connect the two of you up after this, uh, after this uh, episode. Um, uh, and also, Renata, you, as you described, you are a, a photographer and um, have your own uh, website. So if people are interested perhaps in you doing some photographic work for them, we'll put the um, the details of your website in the uh, notes for this uh, episode of of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. maybe there's um, a bit a bit of work that that might come. Uh, you know, we'll keep our fingers crossed. And and with the hospitality sector starting cautiously to to reopen, hopefully there are better times um, ahead. 
Um, is there anything else that you uh, that you wanted to say that I, you know, haven't canvassed in the in the conversation that we've had uh, so far? No, I guess uh, thank you so much for doing this, and I think uh, this space is um, really appreciated for the people that want that want to listen to us that we don't have a voice sometimes and uh, um, a way to express our inconformity and uh, our problems, I guess. So thank you so much. Oh, Renata, it's been uh, a pleasure and I wish there was uh, more that we can do, but uh, thank you for, for taking the time and uh, do stay safe and, uh, and keep in touch. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of What Now, What Next? Insights into Australia's tertiary education sector. <music>